I literally love the act of running. I mean, I love the sport of running. I mean, from just participating to watching other people run. So, you know, I just, I make time for it. If I got to wake up at four o'clock to get an eight mile run in before work, so be it. Welcome to Part-Time Athletes, a podcast that interviews everyday people about their fitness journeys. That was Shawana White. She's a marathon runner and a very fast one. And this is your host, Bree Outside. In today's episode, we're talking to Shawana about her running journey, how she got started, what keeps her motivated, and she has a little bit of advice for other runners. I do want to do a quick apology. I know I hate it, women are always apologizing, but I was not happy with the audio quality of this episode. I am a one-woman show, trying to keep things on a budget, and I record all the episodes over Zoom. And Zoom was not very nice, uh, it turns out, <laughs> in terms of the audio quality of this episode. But I promise um, it's worth a listen regardless because Shawana is very interesting and she had a lot of interesting things to say. And I really hope that you enjoy hearing from her because she's a gem. <laughs> so please enjoy this episode of Part-Time Athletes. And without further ado, let's get started, athletes. So let's just go back to the beginning. How did you get started running? Well, as a child, I was always pretty active. I would always go outside and play. We played different games and running was something that we did as a game. And then in middle school, I also participated in field day where I was pretty successful in the field day events that, that involved running. So when I was in middle school, the um, middle school PE teacher and track coach, he asked me to run and I just completely told him, no, I can't participate in the sport. I'm supposed to just go to school and come back home. That's it. Focus on my books, as my grandma would say. But then later on, when I was in high school, my high school coach, he approached me in the office or the hallway. I can't remember. It's been such a long time. And he asked me the same question. And I simply told him that he would have to ask my grandmother. And so my grandmother said yes. And so I've been running ever since. I mean, I did take a break after college and started back running. So after your break, well, how long was the break? And then what motivated you to get started again? It's about a four-year break of no running. Um, what motivated me to start back running is I was I am a physical education teacher, so I was working at a charter school in Georgia at the time because I'm originally from Georgia, but now I live in South Carolina. And at my charter school, we didn't have sports, so we had to try to figure out different ways to have sports for the kids. And then we found this organization that char- that caters towards charter school and they were, ha- they was having a one-time track meet. And so I just put out an announcement. If you want to come out to school and train for this one track meet, meet me at this time. And about 45 kids came out to run. And I was like, wow. And so it was just me and 45 kids. And eventually I was able to get some parent help. And then after that track meet, the kids were so excited and they wanted to keep on running. And so I was like, how am I going to make this happen? Because this was just a one-time only meet. And so I found out that they have parking rates. And through parking rates, 
you know, you can just enter the school as a team. And so, you know, so I started coaching and then just watching the kids work out. I was like, man, I miss running. So my track team actually inspired me to lace back up. Wow, that's really cool. (laughs) And then how did you end up with the marathon distance? Because you're an elite marathoner now. So or how did you choose, I guess, that distance? Oh, man, great. It's funny. <laughs> I used to think people who run a marathon, I was like, you guys are, I don't know what's wrong with you in the head. Because why would you want to go and run that far? Because that's a long way to run. And so one weekend, um, I did this crazy amount of races. Like I ran a 10K first, and then 20 minutes later, I ran a 5K. And then 20 minutes later, I ran a mile. And this is all in one day. And so then the following day, I ran a half marathon. After all of those races, I ran a half marathon the next day. And I pretty much ran close to my PR. It wasn't a PR, but it was very close. And I was like, wow, maybe I should try this marathon. So I was like, you know, I'm going to try a marathon one time and see how it is, and then go from there. And so I ran my first marathon, and it was not a fun experience. Like, I mean, I know the marathon is supposed to hurt, but it was, it was a pain that I never experienced before in my life. And I actually, you know, walking a mile, and it was, it was crazy. And when I made it to the finish line, I didn't accomplish my goal. And I wanted to run sub three on my first marathon and I didn't achieve that. So I was like, you know what? I got to do one more marathon to get that sub three and then I am done. And then once I did that, I was like, I was hooked and I was like, okay, now I want to try to qualify for the trials. And so, yeah. And now the marathon is my favorite event. I just, I love it now because it's like a, a slow, a slow grind to the pain. I like that feeling. Put it in a 5K. 5K, you can feel it right out the gate. And how many years after that, after you started running again, did you do that first full marathon? So I started back running in 2008. So it was about, I ran my first marathon in 2011. So it was four years after I started back running. So. Okay. Well, I don't know. I don't think that's that long. <laughs> yeah, I mean, three years to be that. Yeah, three, yeah, three. <laughs> and then, um, when did how, how long was it between the first and the second marathon? Um, so it was on. I ran the sneakers marathon, which is in Albany, Georgia, and that marathon is in March. And so then my second marathon was in December at Kiowa. Kiowa Marathon, which is in Kiowa, South Carolina, on an island. So, yeah, however many months between March, <laughs> I ran the next one. <laughs> wow. And so what do you think training, um, training-wise, training I guess, has been, like, the biggest challenge for you? What's been, I guess, the hardest part of, like, hitting your goals? Well, I think for me, you know, the hardest thing is – for me was coming back from hip surgery. So that was the biggest challenge because I was basically trying to relearn how to walk and how to run. And then in that process, 
I got out of shape. So I felt like a new runner again. So that was really, that was really challenging. But once I overcame that, you know, I really just endured the process of running and I enjoyed training hard. So once I get back to that fitness level, it's like, just give me all the hard workouts. I'm up for the challenge. Would I hit it or would I knock it out of the park or if I fall down on my face? So I think right now, I mean, it's not really a challenge because I'm excited to go out there and try to work out. The only time, like I said, it was hard when I was just coming back from hip surgery. That was really hard because I didn't know if I was going to ever be able to get back to the level where I was. It was kind of scary because I'm like, wow, this 10 minutes did not feel so great. But, you know, I kept plugging away and here I am now. When was, when did you have the hip surgery? Was it after, I'm guessing it was after that amazing marathon? Yeah, it was back in 2013. Okay. And then is it hard um, training at your level and also working as a teacher during the day, like balancing all of that? No, it's, it's not hard. <laughs> not hard at all. I mean, you got it down. <laughs> I, just, I just got it down, Peck. I mean, the way I feel, Brie, I feel like if something is important to you or if it's a high priority for you, you will make time. You will find a way. And like, I literally love the act of running. I mean, I love the sport of running. I mean, from just participating to watching other people run. So, you know, I just, I make time for it. If I got to wake up at four o'clock to get an eight mile run in before work, so be it. You know, if I have a dole that day, I'm going to get up. I'm going to make it happen. Yeah. So what is like a typical day look like for you during the week? Okay. Well, now... (laughs) Now I take Mondays off. Monday is no running. I typically on that day I may go for a walk or I may go to the gym and lift weights. Um, so that's pretty simple. I do that like after work. Right now I, I teach from home virtual virtual PE. So um, and then like on Tuesday I run easy. I run easy twice, so I'll wake up in the morning get in about eight to, well, sorry, six to eight miles. And then in the afternoon, I'll get about another four to six miles in. Then on Wednesday is my workout day. And right now I'm trained to run a fast mile, even though I ran all these other crazy distances. I just did it for the fun of it. Um, But I'm training right now to run a fast mile. So I would do a track session on Wednesday, most likely in the morning. And then I'll come back with a shakeout run that afternoon on Wednesday. And then Thursday, I do two easy runs. Then Friday, one easy run. Then Saturday, I either do a, a tempo workout or a race. And that's typically my long run day if I don't have a race. But then if I do have a race on Saturday, then I'll just do an easy long run the next day. Wow, that's a lot of miles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> What's been, I guess, your favorite race so far? It doesn't have to be necessarily one you did the best at but what's maybe one you had the most fun at oh yeah we have this race here in columbia south carolina called the hearts and soul five miler i really enjoy that race because it's it's all women so we're like the focus so it's really fun to just get together with all the ladies in town and just 
watching everybody finish and it's just so fun. And then at the end, they give you chocolate covered strawberries and you can get massages. I mean, it's just a, a huge big party. That does women. sound good. <laughs> chocolate covered strawberries and massages. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they give out some great prizes too. One year we received a yoga mat. So that's pretty cool. Have you ever played any other different sports besides running? No, when when I was in high school, I had asked my coach, could I go out for the basketball team? And he said, white. That's my last name. <laughs> white, that would be a waste of your time. And I was like, <laughs> okay. And so um, on occasion, I would fill in on a softball team when they didn't have enough girls. So I would go out and play. I mean, I really didn't know what I was doing. I mean... My hand-eye coordination skills are not the best. Um, <laughs> it's my eyes. But I was so excited the first time I was able to hit the ball and run to the base. That was, that was like the highlight. So I just was like, I didn't, I don't really consider myself a softball player, but I just played here and there, you know, probably like four games. <laughs> that sounds like you're a softball player. Like when people say, oh, I'm not a runner. I just jog around the block every day, but they're a runner. So it sounds like you're a softball player too. <laughs> yeah. So in high school, cross country and track. Do you have any advice for any adults that are thinking of picking up running right now? Well, I would say for a new runner, I would just start off slow don't worry about doing workouts. Just focus on just getting time on feet. And once you have a month of where you just just running and just increasing that amount of time on your feet, then after that, maybe try to add in hard workouts. And the one thing for like new beginners that's really important is that when you do get to a level where you start to do hard workouts, Make sure you always take the easy runs easy and don't try to worry about pace on easy days because pace is not important on a recovery run. It's just, like I said, time walking. And I, I saw something on your Instagram. I think you call it sexy pace. Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah, I call it sexy pace. I mean, I read it in a runner's world article online where they were talking about sexy pace and I was like, I've been doing sissy pace all my life, so wow, <laughs> yeah. I didn't know it had I didn't know it had a name, so now you know what? I'm gonna use that name. I'm gonna look that up. I think I missed that article. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm gonna keep it sexy. I saw that and I thought that's hilarious. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, I think that's all the questions that I had. Is there anything um else running related to your journey that you wanted to share? I mean, well, I don't know if people would consider this a funny story, but it's funny to me. That'll work. <laughs> I don't know. And and I think some women can relate to this. Or maybe they can't relate because they're probably better than me. But, like, the most craziest thing that just happened to me recently over Thanksgiving break, I ran a 5K. Um, I ran a 5K. And, like, the morning of the 5K, I started my period. And I was like, Oh my goodness. And like, I went with a friend and I was like, do you, do you have a pad? And she was like, no, I may have a tampon. And I was like, no, I, I can't with tampons. I, I need a pad. And so 
before the race, I'm driving around looking for pads, and it was just, it was crazy. I don't know. I don't know if that's funny or just crazy. <laughs> the the pads, that's a really good idea. I never thought to include that in, like, a race kit just in case, but, oh, my gosh, now I definitely will. <laughs> yeah, like, I bring them now with me every time because I just never know. And, it, and I was really explaining to my um. I I was explaining to my friend the other day because I ran a race last night and I was like, I brought my pads with me even though I know I shouldn't be on my period, but I have fibroids and so with fibroids, sometimes I just have periods just for the heck of it. And like the only way I can regulate it if I'm on birth control pills, and then I stop, I decided to stop taking those because I didn't like all the side effects. And so, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm just rambling now. <laughs> or, or no, it's yeah, it's all relatable. <laughs> Most of the people that listen to this are women anyway, so I don't. I think it's fine. <laughs> it's all real stuff that nobody wants to talk about, but everybody has to deal with. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, athletes, that's all the time we have for today's episode. Thanks again, Shawana White, for making time to do this interview. Um, I hope 2021 treats you well and that you have an amazing year ahead of you. And to all of my listeners, thank you for choosing to listen to this podcast out of everything else that you could be listening to. Um, especially if you made it this far. Again, I apologize for the audio of this episode. It's kind of always hit or miss with Zoom, and any other podcasters out there I'm sure can relate. Um, But thank you, and I hope you enjoyed hearing Shawana's story. If you want to continue to follow her journey, you can find her on Instagram. She's peachrunner26.2. So 26.2 miles, get it? (laughs) Um, Peachrunner26.2. And that's on Instagram. And if you want to talk about the show or tell me um, what kind of sport or athlete you're hoping to hear from next, um, you can reach out at breeoutside.com. There's links to all the social on that website. So just breeoutside.com. But I hope you tune in next time for another episode of Part-Time Athletes.